am special guest. President Pleasant. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host, Dave, and as always with me is... Trevor. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? How you doing this week? I'm doing fantastic. Oh, man, what a week. It's been a big one. Um, really monumental week uh, in the Power Motion Picnic Hour. In our, in our small world, this is a really big week. Yes, where we, we can celebrate milestones uh, that most people would find um, at best unimportant, um, if not totally inconsequential. Uh, things like um, Tom Bosworth liking one of our posts about him. In the middle of what I think it was a big week, that might have been the highlight of the week. It was. It was I mean, we 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 celebrate we celebrate such victories because Tom Bosworth, to be clear, now now that we know he's a listener, um, is is an inspirational uh, ambulator, uh, if that's a word. That's but a we, word. Yeah, we celebrate all types of ambulation and. That's what our community mile is going to be all about. That's what the show is all about. We're trying to get there, sort of uh, varying uh, guests and sort of going going deep into different types of ambulation. Um, Tom Bosworth, for anyone who doesn't remember last week's episode, which I don't know how you could forget, but if, <laughs> if you forget last week's episode, Tom Bosworth uh, is the world record holder in um, race walking, 531.08. Tom Bosworth is an Olympian. Uh, Tom Bosworth liked our post about Tom Bosworth on Instagram, and Tom mm-hmm. Bosworth is likely now a listener to the Power Motion Picking Hour. And so, welcome, Tom. Welcome. We are, we are fans. Um, and may I was thinking maybe Tom Bosworth will want to come participate in the Community Mile. That would be awesome. I mean, we extend the invite. That's the he did like that specific post. We yeah. we included him, and we as as another reminder. Um, not that it's necessary, but we, we have a few different categories. Maybe it's sort of like a choose your own category sort of uh, finish. It could be like we talked about, if you want to do a time-based goal, you can go for uh, a Bosworth-like mile, a Bosworth walking mile, which is right around 530. Uh, can you go faster than that? You're either faster or slower than Tom Bosworth um, running as he is walking, or you could go if you if you if you prefer for like, did you have fun? Yeah, that's and that's a great way to judge. And that's a great way to judge anything. Like, yeah, last week I suggested that we have the two categories you could finish in at the mile, either faster than or slower than Tom Bosworth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think nothing would please me more than if Tom came and race walked a 531, you know, any, anything in that realm, right? Something around 531 and every other participant tried their hardest running and lost to Tom Bosworth. That yes. would that would be my favorite outcome of the of the community mile. <laughs> it would really be incredible. Um, that being that, said, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to think of of who. Well, if our if special guest Pierce shows up, it will be it will be a tight race. My my dream finish <laughs> of of everybody running losing to Tom walking is possible. I think that would be cool. Um, I think we'll eventually have like a uh, wheelchair racer. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a category of racer and runner that 
would absolutely like destroy all of us too in, in the mile. Like a good a good oh, yeah. wheelchair runner, like um and I do these presentations at at like school sometimes, uh talking about this and I, I ask the kids like first graders or second graders, like, do you know why the, the wheelchair racers uh go out first? And and usually there's there's one smart kid that that has the answer, which is they're much faster than the, <laughs> than the other runners. And that's that they would propor- completely take out the other runners. <laughs> that proportion of one smart kid per classroom is about how it works out through all of society. There's about yeah. one smart person out of it's, that many people. It's a microcosm of of, of really the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I love watching I love watching like a wheelchair marathoner come out of the gates, especially when it's um, something like the Boston Marathon that starts downhill. And mm-hmm. so they just come out flying which so is, fast, looks so fast. But then the only thing better than that is, and this, this is probably less frequent, but like sometimes, and it usually maybe the winners of the Boston marathon will be like this, that they get to the finish or they get to like heartbreak Hill still just like pumping away super aggressively. Um, yeah. Just so, still so fast going uphill so fast. Yeah. Sustained efforts. Yeah. Um, like super fast. Um, and the, the women's uh, winner of this year's Boston marathon in the wheelchair division um, had a mechanical issue at some point, like on like mile I don't know, 16 or 17 had to pull over, take a wheel off and like, mess with the the chair so, i saw that it was actually earlier it was oh, like it was earlier it was in like framingham i think um oh man yeah, yeah so it's pretty early just a couple miles in or a few but she was already way ahead <laughs> she and, like, and she no one on caught up win. to her yeah no one caught up to her while she was doing it because that's how and ahead she was she was so far ahead and she'd go on to win and running is so individual it's just all about yourself i remember she was a little bit disappointed in the effort um she had hoped to do better and that's Yep. You know, I think the old school way of thinking about that is, well, you're you're not being very like nice to your competition. Mm-hmm. But I think another way of thinking about it, maybe maybe more uh, modern, is like is like she she was she was you know her her gauge and her measure in that case was like herself. She wanted to she wanted to do her best, and she didn't feel like she did her, she did her best. Like yeah, she, she was only racing against herself. I saw that interview, and it was amazing because she had just won the Boston Marathon, and she was not. <laughs> very happy it's a pretty it's a pretty big it's a pretty big swagger there too yeah like she knew she was gonna win like most people if they win like they're happy and then swag yeah yeah she knew she even if with the problem she knew she was gonna win she she wasn't like well i'm glad i won considering i had all these issues yeah yeah well i didn't mean to take us so horribly off track although um, i knew that was gonna happen at some point in this case we were actually talking about running and different types of running which is um and we did acknowledge, I think we, we had a, a realization this week that um, we need some broader representation on on the show from, uh, you know, we're hoping, of course, to represent uh, the female running community. We, we did get a non-binary guest, but we want to we want to really branch out into yeah. into the, the ambulatory world. Yeah, exactly. We need we need as much diversity uh, as we can get. Uh, representation is very important. It's very important to the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Yeah, um, I think society at large. I think it's important for in society at large to be able to see yourself, no matter what kind of person you are, um, to see yourself represented in as many different ways as possible. To know how many options there are out there for you. Exactly. Um, Yeah. 
I know how much um, I know how important the Beastie Boys were to me. <laughs> An important representation as, as 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 a young Jewish man from exactly. from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, so um, I guess I mean usually we start with weekend running. Do we want to? Do we want to go there? Do we want to go dive into the mailbag? What do you got? What did you get this week? Well, we got a mailbag question for you because um, you and this we need to talk about weekend running. You just did the presidential traverse, and uh, we 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 had a, a our longtime listener wrote in that she needs to know what brand of baby food pouches were used for the mashed potatoes that you brought on the presidential traverse. I see you have one with you. I have one. Um, I just took it out of the gear shed. It's a Kiriku. That's uh, K-I-R-E-C-O-O. And it's a strange word. Uh, it's a company that I did some research on, um, as in a Google search and an Amazon search. And that counts as research these days, at least according <laughs> to most Americans. But no, yeah, no, none of what I'm about to say was generated by a, a large language model or any sort of generative <laughs> AI. Um, it's all real. But so these food pouch bags, and they just, it's called a reusable food pouch um, by Kiriku. Um, were given to me by coach friend who used them for i think like actual baby food for his daughter like hmm. know, 19 years ago she's going off to college so these these baby food bags have gotten a lot of miles uh both sort of literally and figuratively and uh he was using them for ultra stuff like sweet potatoes and chia and like um what i did for the the prezi which was just some heavily salted like sort of watered down with almond milk uh mashed potatoes um and then he would go on to 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 give me a couple of those that he's had forever uh the unfortunate end to this story is kiriku is no longer in the food pouch game yeah um so they seem to have have uh, you know changed strategy they're now doing uh baby um spoons and forks and also those like things that hold uh drapes like the little hook things so they've sort of diversified but unfortunately they're no longer doing food pouches so um, i guess the search for a decent uh ultra marathonic food pouch continues um yes but i i for our dear listener we who mm -hmm. we we literally would not be here without her um i found some kirikus on uh Mercari, which is sort of like a eBay-like uh, type type site or app or application or whatever. Yeah, I bought a shirt um, there once that didn't fit. <laughs> nice. I sold a bunch of records on there. Oh yeah, I remember um, when you did that. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. Um, <laughs> so I and I also sold a, a train cake pan, um, <laughs> as one does. <laughs> just another Saturday, just another train cake pan sold on Mercari. <laughs> <laughs> Nordicware, uh, future sponsor Nordicware. Yeah, somebody's got to take Bobo's place. I'm sure yeah. they did something to offend us this week. Uh, the uh, so anyway, like I'm I'm gonna buy these Kirikus. I found some some vintage Kirikus, and I'm going to ship them to our dear listener. Uh, if she, if she could just make sure we have the correct address, uh, write in. Please write into the mailbag, and that's. That's how it goes in the Power Motion Picnic Hour. You don't even realize you're entering a contest. And the next thing you know, you've won the contest. You've won. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just like song of the week last week. Um, Sneaks up on you. Our, our artist song of the week, uh, just honored by the, by the acknowledgement and um, would go on to say he runs too, which is exciting. Um, all right. So mailbag, I got one for you. Oh, okay. I'm this, ready. This might be it, but uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, short week. Um, from one of our beloved uh, listeners in New Hampshire, my mom, uh, she oh, says, great. listening to 1.4, that's in reference to, um, I don't know, maybe you could look it up, but... Uh, what episode is 1.4? I think yeah. I remember that one. It's 1.4 is, is uh, it was my initial favorite episode. It was called like Irreverence, I believe. Irreverence. Okay. Yeah. I remember all the episodes. So this is a bit of a throwback uh, to 1.4. Um she says that she worked in an elementary school for 25 years and never once heard any of the kids say that they were monkeying around. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> she said that at one point in episode 1.4, you say monkeying around, as the kids would say. Uh, <laughs> and she wants to know, is that a new kid's expression? Oh, I hope so. Um <laughs> I think when when I say usually if I say something as the kids might say, I'm trying to like trick people into thinking that I'm still like in touch with what kids are saying. <laughs> and so I say as the kids would say when really it's just me saying something that either no one has said in you know since before <laughs> before World War One or um, it's, it's or, like or, you're yeah. just you're you're just taking out a quick insurance policy on on the thing that you just said that might not have been <laughs> yeah that have been very cool yeah it wasn't cool and it didn't make it probably didn't make sense but then yeah. if I said as the kids would say because our listeners I mean what's our youngest listener um twenty eight <laughs> <laughs> so nobody in other words nobody knows what the kids say except maybe teachers nobody knows parents we can still hedge we can still hedge our statements with that 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 qualifier as yeah the kids might say like parents um, and teachers but you know that's not that's not the in crowd with a with a kid you know and a parent so, or a teacher so if you're a listener even if you don't receive a kiriku food pouch uh this week um which is reserved for a select a select uh single listener uh you can still use this in your lives you can still at the end of a of a sentence that you might mildly regret you can say i just as the kids would say yeah um, go and ahead and apply that and uh it's our gift to you yeah and if you're a, a listener who happens to also be a kid and you do use the phrase um monkeying around please mm -hmm. write in uh to let us know and and please use it in a sentence so that we know that you're not just, just monkeying around with us <laughs> and that we, we know that it's, it's true and we're not being, you know, messed with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's a good I mean, mailbag this week. That's what I got for mailbag. Yeah. You got a mailbag this week. Uh, yeah. It's mostly about running. It's mostly. Yeah. Just, just like the show. So what else? I mean, I guess we can do week in running. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll do mine first real quick. Just, I think you had a much more interesting week in running. Um, but yeah, I had a nice week in running. I, I ran a, a New York Roadrunners um, five-mile race on Saturday morning. Oh, an 8K. I ran, yeah, I ran five miles around Central Park. And that one was, this was pretty fun um, because I, I, we got there. I, I ran with um, with our female gear testing a colleague who, who tested out our zero sandals. And mm -hmm. I was running with her. 
And we got there very late. <laughs> and so I didn't make it up to Corral E in time to run with Corral E. Oh, nice. So you, you ran with, what is it? What, what's the, is it T? It goes back, the last one's L. And I think we might have been in L. I'm not even sure where we were. By the time we got there, it was moving already. So I think we were further back from my corral and even further back from hers. And so I just ran with her for a while because it was it was very crowded. And I didn't feel like blowing by a million people and, and just like, you know, and just trying to run by every single person. So I just kind of ran. I ran slow. <laughs> I ran a, I ran, it was fun. I ran a really, really, really easy first four. And then I just ran a really hard last mile. Nice. Uh, yeah, because by then it had opened up a little bit, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Do you get your split? No, I guess there's no way to get your splits. You get you get yours unless <laughs> unless you use some modern fancy technology like a watch or an app. Um, no, <laughs> the, the yeah. race isn't giving you splits. Uh, no, but I do know. Start and end. I do know how far ahead of her I finished, and so I finished like because I like we were running together, and then I took off, and so I finished like two minutes fifteen seconds before her. It'd be good to. I'm, I'm wondering what your, what that mile time was. That's a great condition to run a, a fast. It's a great sort of setting uh, to run a really fast mile after you've it run a, a really slow, a like really slow three, four, three yeah. or four, like to then just crank it. Like I wonder if that. I wonder if you Bosworthed. I don't think I did, <laughs> but I mean, and I have no idea really what I ran. I don't. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you did, but I wonder. If no, you got, it might have like, been like, a, like I under seven. Got, I wonder if you got under seven. Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like I might have been, but I really have no idea. As we've covered we'll in past it, episodes, we'll, we'll, we'll call it, it a six fifteen. Yeah, six fifteen. Yeah, that's all that works. But no, it was really fun, and there was a big crowd at the end, and a lot of cheering, and um, so it was just a really fun race. So that was. That was over the weekend and it didn't even get too hot. So it wasn't even bad out there. Nice. And then, and then yesterday, um, I did, I just did a nice run from where I live along the Hudson river down to the battery and right down to the ferry terminal for the statue of Liberty and back. And I don't know how far that was. I didn't even measure it. Um, it's probably like, that's probably like six miles or something, uh, like a 10 K about, but on the way back, I did some improvised strides for speed. Awesome. Yeah. How'd it go? And, Good. I mean, I have no idea how fast I was going, but I just tried to replicate the feeling of what I was doing on the treadmill. Um, I, I mean, honestly, I think we've we've there's been a lot of advice sort of uh, tossed around loosely, but I, I think at the end of the day, the running that you're doing by feel is like with some of this sort of vague structure, like go fast for bursts and then slow back down. Like I think doing it by feel like with your body, like might actually be the best way. It was very fun to do actually. Yeah. That, so that was, that was actually a really great run just running along. I love running along the river. So yeah, doing kind of the mellow run like down to the battery. Too. Yeah. And then on the way back, you know, like, so three miles kind of mellow and then not too fast. And then three miles drives for speed. That's where like when I'm doing that, um, sometimes I'll choose like a, uh, like a some sort of landmark like in the distance be like I'm gonna run fast to like that point um, or like sometimes I'll count in my head a little bit but like probably not at exactly the right you know <laughs> yeah time but uh, more than counting I like to like either like listen to some music let that sort of go for a period uh, find a visual landmark or sometimes like this cool thing about running in the the woods and stuff is you can just go based on the the like 
landscape that you're moving over and like the terrain. So you can be like, I'm going to go fast down this hill and then I'm going to oh, yeah. slow it down. You know, that, yeah, I, that, that I, running by feel is the best, I think. Yeah. I mean, I like that a lot too. And then what I did was something similar to running by feel, which was I was running based on like how congested it was in different points by the river. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is a good point. There's, I can kind of go faster now and I'm not going to, you know, knock people over and stuff. Yeah. Well, that was like, for me, the, the, Brooklyn 5k that we did was some crazy running because there were so many people like I'm usually running with nobody uh and and like around nobody and then and then there was just like thousands of people thousands of people it's pretty great yeah Yeah. and I I I really enjoy doing that that's one of my favorite things about running these uh New York Roadrunners races but anyway we should move on to your weekend running because uh you ran the presidential traverse I, I did. I completed the presidential traverse uh, up in New Hampshire, and it was just a ton of fun. Uh, just so so grateful to to have been able to uh, go and do that. Yeah. So I mean, you sent me a great picture of yourself after you finished it. It looks pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 that picture was fun, and the, I guess the the funny thing about that picture is it was on the last peak of I, I think there's nine that you have to hit for the true like Prezi Traverse. Um, and so you can see a lot of those mountains in the background, which is kind of cool to be like, oh man, I just sort of moved over all of all of that terrain. But there's also still about like three miles to run to get from there to the car. So, <laughs> so uh, it wasn't over. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't quite over just yet. But uh, but I did run into some some folks who were, were kind enough to, to snap a few photos. And, uh, and yeah, it was fun. Um, awesome. It was tons of fun. Well, congratulations. That's uh, Thank you. your biggest run yet this year. What was, do you have a time? I have a time. Um, I think, I think even more than the time I have a, like a genuine, just like lack of care about the time too, which, <laughs> which, which is great. Cause initially I had a time goal um, yeah. and I thought about that and decided it was, and it was to beat a uh, coach friend as a 30 year old, which like only would have led to massive dis- disappointment uh, well, for a number of reasons. He's he's a you know, pretty damn good runner, and he was thirty years old, which is a great age to be a runner. He was just starting out, which is the hmm. the difference. Um, so I actually probably have more experience than thirty or thirty or one year old coach friend. But um, one thing he has is like an insane uh, downhill. So like very fast, very confident. And also a 31-year-old version uh, versus my more risk-averse uh, Fortissimo and one, uh, just not a not a chance, right? So then I had oh, yeah. a more conservative like estimate um, about an hour over that, and I finished. I like to say it as a percentage, about 20% over that. So that sounds um, great. We yeah. we celebrate all systems of measurement here. So yeah, by, by that system of measurement, you know, we uh, we award you. One, you know, not maybe not faster, but farther than a Tom Bosworth mile. It was it was more than a Tom Bosworth mile. It was the 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 tally ended up at twenty one, a little bit over twenty one miles, nine thousand uh, and a little bit of elevation gain. I think those are slightly inflated. I think they're they're probably down a little bit, but it's it's the right ballpark. But more important than any of the stats is just it was a it was a great day out there. Um, saw like a bunch of varied terrain you go up through the woods you pop out above the tree line and then you just like 
stay there for like 14 miles as you go along the, the range. <laughs> That's a long time. And it's insane. It's like the, it's a really special place. It's, uh, there, I don't think there's any terrain like that on the East coast. Um, other than that's, that's like quite like the presidential range, wow. uh, that, that gets above tree line Alpine zone and just stays there. So, um, yeah, it got super foggy as I was going up Mount Washington. Um, and then as I came down on the other side, it just sort of like opened up and that's by like a, a hut called the lakes of the clouds, uh, going up to Monroe and, and it just like opened up and was sunny and beautiful. And, uh, that was like, that was like a, a, a favorite part of the run for me. Nice. Um, yeah. The Monroe doctrine portion of the presidential traverse. Oh, very good. Yeah. So that, uh, yeah. That, that comes up to Mount Monroe. Yeah. Don't, don't ask me any questions. <laughs> <laughs> the Monroe doctrine was well no that, that goes from lakes of the clouds Washington uh to the lakes up to up to Mount Monroe and and that was uh and my favorite version of uh Mississippi half step alive from my I think it must have been that 77 English town New Jersey show um which That's... we can get the date and provide it to, to our dear listeners but um Yeah, that that like sort of came on at that time too on my presidential traverse playlist, and uh, it was just a good, a, a special moment. You know, it's what like it's all about when I'm doing that kind of thing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's a, that sounds very special, and that's an epically precise identification of which Grateful Dead show <laughs> that version of, of uh, what was it, Mississippi Half Step? I'm telling yeah, you. yeah. But, well, that's uh, that's amazing. This sounds great. Congratulations. Thank you. And I guess the last thing, just in terms of the the race report, would be uh, I misjudged and uh, thought Mount Eisenhower was Mount Pierce, which would have been my final mountain. Yeah. <laughs> so like, <laughs> once I realized the mistake, oh. I just I just hated Eisenhower. Which, yeah. And also, I, I, I hate like got, got, got me thinking like. Wait, like Eisenhower, like which one is not like the other? Like there's all these old school presidents and then Eisenhower. Like, oh, this yeah. is the, like, what was this mountain? What did this mountain used to be? Did they forget to name a mountain or was it? Yeah. Was it like a post-World War II thing? I think it was a post-World War II thing. And it used to be called Mount Pleasant. <laughs> What's wrong with <laughs> President Pleasant? <laughs> Why did he get his mountain taken away? <laughs> I wonder perfect. when they named the presidentials. It got me to thinking like that then got me to thinking uh, when, when did they name the presidentials altogether? But um, I didn't go so far as to as, as to then Google that question. Well, maybe we have some historian listeners who can I, write I, into the mailbag and I, I just uh, yeah. answer this week's trivia question for a possible prize uh, may or may not be repurposed uh, babies baby items <laughs> but, but there's a good chance that it will be yeah our listeners came for some some recce on the the presidential traverse and they they left with just some additional research to do yeah exactly there's a lot of, a lot of extra work that comes along with just trying to casually listen to this podcast it's it's an active active listening uh sort of thing you, you don't just get to to passively partake in in this you actually have to correct our mistakes and yeah do the legwork that we did not this is the power motion picnic hour 
just about out of time so I, I hope we got to everything onward Special guest. I hate Ike. This is the power.